Welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss. Each week, I bring you stories of hope, inspiration, education, and you're going to be changed by the story, whatever it may be. It will touch your life. I have a guest here. Now, all my guests are special, but this one I feel a little bit more special because she is from Africa, visiting here in the States because she has a mission. This is Dora Dunnigan. She is a young 29-year-old professional from Uganda, and that is East Africa. Having spent her entire life with HIV, she offers a powerful message of hope, my word, strength, and determination rooted on faith. Yeah. Welcome, Dora. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. It is, and the way that technology is, this is even better. I know, yeah. I, um, I got to meet you at a small gathering with a, a couple that is very well loved and liked here in the community. Mm -hmm. And um, it was fascinating to be able to meet you and how many people actually wanted to come and hear more about you. Now you talk about HIV and we have a lot of different things here in the States that we have challenges on. Mm -hmm. And I understand that HIV is a challenge in, is it Africa or just in your community? It's in Africa. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, tell our listeners or wherever we're being seen and heard, what is your mission that you're here that you want to take back home? Um, uh, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm here on a mission to spread awareness, but also to uh, spread um, messages of hope and also to share my story mm -hmm. as a young person. Well, not really young, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're young. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> as a person, a woman who has lived with HIV for all my life, mm -hmm. and um, so I'm here to tell my story and to share with everyone. So I don't ever and never will claim to know everything. So please tell us what HIV is. So HIV is human uh, immune virus, I would say. It affects the immune system mm -hmm. of, the, of the body. And then before you know it, it develops to acquired immunodeficiency syndromes, or the, which we call AIDS, mm -hmm. in other words. So as I was growing up, I lost my parents to HIV back in the days, in the 1990s. Mm -hmm. And then I was rescued by this organization called Aid Child that takes care of orphans that were born with HIV. And then that was in the early 2000s when this organization started. It uh, started as an hospice care for these little kids that had HIV to come and feel loved and uh, prepare for their for death. I mean, because there was really no treatment or no interventions at that time mm -hmm. in my country. Mm -hmm. So that's how I was brought in. That's how I came to this organization because I had HIV and there was no really support from my family or relatives or an anything like that. So I came in here to to be prepared for death. But as you can see, I didn't die, and so are many of others that, you know, that are still living. And now I live to, so when I was growing up, I, uh, we had this uh, stigma and discrimination happening in the society, mm -hmm. in our communities back in the days of, if you had HIV, you were segregated and put to another place or something like that. But then this organization or this home gave us hope. Actually, we had a model that time, that our precious life, 
real hope. So this was the hope that we hung on to that maybe we can live. And as it happened, we lived and we're here. So as I was growing up, I uh, developed this love for medical courses because I knew I wanted this to stop. Mm -hmm. I say there should be something done. Mm -hmm. And you know, up to, the, up to date, there is no cure for HIV. There are so many other clinical trials happening for, for the vaccines that are being made, but there's really no cure for this virus. So that, that is what drives me to work with you know, other scientists and researchers and work with other uh, people in the community to come up with an HIV-free generation. So to understand a little bit more about AIDS and HIV, what's the difference between the two? So HIV is the virus. Okay. And then AIDS is the disease. Oh. So you can have HIV, but you may not have the disease. So when you develop the disease, if you become really sick and your immune system is completely crushed and suppressed, then you develop this disease, the AIDS, which we call the AIDS. Okay. But you can have AIDS, HIV, sorry, without AIDS, yes. So is it something that is contagious? If you're in public, is it something that's you were born with it? You said you lost both your parents. Mm -hmm. Is it something that is a genetic? Uh, it is not genetic. HIV is not genetic. It is, uh, yes, it is contagious, but in other ways through a blood transfusion or okay. a prick, needle pricks, but also through sexual intercourse. Mm -hmm. It can also happen that way. And also through birth, you know, from your mother to the through the placenta oh, and the okay. fetus, yeah. Okay. So that's how I that's how the we got HIV. That's mm -hmm. how I did get it through from my mother to me okay. at that time because there were no intervention. Now you live in Uganda and it and it's in East Africa and I don't know it very well. Is this like here in the States we have cities, we have suburbs, we have rural areas. Tell me more about Uganda. Is it a is it a um, well Uganda <laughs> Uh, it's it's in East Africa. It's located in East Africa, and uh, we have some cities, but I won't say that it's completely a city. Mm -hmm. But we have many rural okay. areas. Um, how do you how do you call that? Are those suburbs? country suburbs? So we have like districts. Okay. I think here you call them states. Okay. So we have like districts, uh, but some districts are way developed. Uh -huh. Some of them, but not all of them. So the majority is actually a rural area, yeah. Okay, yeah. so then the reason why I ask that is here in the States, I feel that we have a lot of resources and a lot of ways to be mm -hmm. able to get what we need. And I'm not sure about another country because I don't live there. Right. And I'm, I'm wondering if that's why you're here is because you're able to get these resources to take them back and be able to help your districts or your, your community, however large or small they are. Mm -hmm. So, well, yeah. Um, well, I'm, one of the reasons I'm here is to, to spread the awareness, but also to encourage someone or mm -hmm. to encourage other people. Okay. But yes, in my country, it's way, you know, not developed like this is. So it is also a struggle to access resources, okay. to access uh, proper education, to access the meals, to mm -hmm. access um, medicine or to, uh, to go to hospitals, it's, it's still a challenge in my country, yeah. But um, with, with us, as, as I represent the organization that raised me, 
we have been able to do that through the support of very many different people who some do live here mm -hmm. and others all over all over the world that are supporting and uh, giving to this organization so we are able to to do what we do we are able to take care of um, mothers that are HIV positive that have the virus and then also do prenatal care and uh, we do take care of the babies and encourage proper nutrition and medicine let the mothers have the proper medication that they need okay. so that now we can have babies that do not have HIV and so far we have been successful in that I would say yes okay. so we feel like that is one way that this organization is contributing to an HIV-free generation. Now you talk about it being a virus and you're talking about medications and mm -hmm. you want to make sure that um, those that come in there that have this, mm -hmm. what types of things are you offering them if there's not a cure? Mm -hmm. Is there a, um, like we know about you know, certain plagues that have taken place where there was a, a, an injection that was able to be given. Is that something mm -hmm. that you're talking about, medicines? Yes, and yes, medicine, yeah. We okay. call them antiretroviral uh, drugs of whatever therapy that's ARVs so we give them antiviral drugs these work in very many different ways so depending on what the doctor doctors prescribe for this person or this individual after mm -hmm. doing blood counts mm -hmm. and see which one will be uh, best for this person that is exactly what we go ahead and and give this and give these people yeah Okay. Well, now you'd mentioned a little while ago that um, you didn't feel that 29 was young, and you are, <laughs> because I was at one Thank time. You. I'm not going to be going backwards. <laughs> what is the life expectancy um, for someone who has HIV in your community? Hmm, that's a good question. Okay. I really don't know the exact okay. age, but I know I can tell you that if someone has HIV, of course your immune system is suppressed, and without proper nutrition without proper uh, taking care of yourself mm -hmm. then this is also reduced way down mm -hmm. to a number that I don't know for sure okay yeah so you are also let me get my glasses on so I can see mm -hmm. um, you're currently serving as senior clinical intern at ALI and as a laboratory technic technologist intern at the prestige Uganda Virus Research Institute Wow Please tell us <laughs> more about what that is. So we, um, the organization has, that is a ALI's, the Aid Child Leadership Institute. So over the years, Aid Child um, developed or emerged into a leadership institute because after, after, after time or period of being a hospice care, and it's no longer hospice care because now it encourages young people mm -hmm. and empowers young girls to stay in school and have a career and be focused. Then it was about time to change from being a child alone, but also to be a leadership institute. We believe that this is a model where many other people or other organizations can copy this and come up with um, more centers like this and do what we do and provide care that we provide. But um, so we have a clinic at a center. We have doctors coming in. We have nurses. We have a very, we have a team that works to make sure that this really happens. Okay. So I work in a clinic and in a 
a facility that we call the Human Development Center, which is HDC for an acronym. Mm -hmm. So that is where I work, and I work with the little ones. This is basically for the babies that have been uh, brought into our care, mm -hmm. born of mothers that have HIV. Okay. So we keep these babies and we train them, we nurture them, we do proper nutri nutrition and feeding and education and so that's where I am. I work, I work with those babies. It's you, you referenced the term hospice mm -hmm. many times and when we think of hospice, and I'll only speak of my own language, hospice is you know, the end of life, but yeah. that doesn't always happen. There are people who actually defy live longer. That. Yeah, they absolutely defy that. Right. And um, I guess with the people that you see, and you talked about you work with the kids, mm -hmm. do they still get to like, they're walking around not knowing that they have something that's different about them, mm -hmm. but they can still enjoy life. You just have a little more education as to what's different about them. They still have a bunch of life in them and they're still giggly and fun and exactly okay they're happy they are participative they okay. are curious and they have dreams I mean yes. you ask them what you want to be when you grow up a child will always have something they Absolutely. want to be so they are still very motivated and inspired by whatever is happening so there is still life in them and the babies we have uh, not all of them have HIV so okay. that is the beauty that is like our success story that I talk about that this free um, HIV free generation is actually very possible that we can all work towards it and see no child have HIV. Yeah, children are our future, are they not? We were those children. Now look at where we're at, trying to trying to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working right. on it. <laughs> we are all working on it. Yeah. So you're um, with all of this education that you have. What ideally is it that you want to come of this. I mean, you're a part of this organization that you represent. You talk mm -hmm. about what HIV is and AIDS. You talk about the kids. You talk about your committee. Ultimately, what is it that you want to see come from all of this? I want, well, I'll speak for, for where I come from uh -huh. my, in, in my country, Uganda, and my community. I want to see an empowered young generation. I want to see um, young girls and women come up and come out and say that I want to be the change, that I am the change maker, that I can do this. I want to see all of that. You know, we, I don't think that I, well, I was lucky enough that I grew up in this organization and I was empowered to go to school, to work hard, but I also want this to be extended in communities in everywhere. So that's, that's my goal but also for a goal that doesn't, um, sorry, for the community that doesn't have to have so many orphans, you know, left behind because there was uh, diseases happening because of HIV and the parents died and these were babies. I want to see an empowered community that is working together. You said a couple of words. Um, we talked about hospice, hospice is like the end of life, but then you talked about orphans, mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't matter where you live or what your walk of life is. I believe that everyone wants to know that they belong somewhere, that oh, they're yes. loved, that mm -hmm. they are going to be able to do whatever their heart desires. Like you said, mm -hmm. as a kid, we have a dream inside of us that we want to be able to be out there and do yes. it, right? Yes. Um, with that vision, I just had a brain part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, how are you inspiring these kids to not feel that that 
difference of being an orphan mm -hmm. with HIV mm -hmm. will keep them from their dreams. By doing what I do, I mean, I hope they're actually inspired. <laughs> I don't know if they're inspired. But um, in, in Uganda, it's, uh, first of all, being a female, you're a lady or you're a woman, and uh, it's mostly about as long as you are married and you have your husband and you have your kids, that's like the end, the end goal. But I mean, I want to see the young girls look at me I mean, in our facility that we have, look at me and say, I want to be like her, or I want to do more than what she is doing. Mm. You know, so that's, that's what really does drive me. I hope that they are really inspired. Yeah. And that's a legacy all of its own. Yeah. So any of these kids come up to you and say, I want to be like you now that you said that? Not mm. knowing no. what that is? I don't think okay. so. <laughs> I hope they don't say that. I mean, this is also the thing. I don't want them to be like, I want to be like Dora, like exactly me, uh -huh. because we, I believe we are all unique yes. and we are all talented in our own yeah. way. So I just want them to achieve their best of what they can be. I don't care whether it's, I mean, pilot or you want to be a musician or you want to be something. I just want them to be, to know that they are loved and they're supported and, you know, they can be whatever they want to be in a place that is safe for them to thrive as they work towards that. So in this facility, um, this clinic that you represent, mm -hmm. what is the youngest age and the oldest oh. age? My youngest right now is four years old. Okay. She's, uh, she's amazing. She's beautiful. She makes me happy. She, not all time, not all days. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I do that as joking. an adult, but it's okay. But yeah, she's, uh, <laughs> She's fun. So she's four. That is the, the youngest group. And now we have the biggest group that goes way up to college. So that is why now we are looking at a bigger picture of building a campus that is um, the HR Leadership Inst Campus, leadership, uh, HR Leadership Institute Campus yes. mm -hmm. that will even extend the services to the community, but also these young interns we call them interns, mm -hmm. you know, the adults, the adult ones from the age of, um, I think from high school to university, those are interns, so we have those. So those ones are range from 15 to, I think, 23 or 24, yeah, right now, yes. So you talked about wanting a bigger facility for these individuals that come through here. Mm -hmm. um, is this a place where there's actually residency as well is it just like a clinic where you come in like a doctor's office you get your classes you get your medicines and then you just leave oh okay so i wish i had a handout here so we we hope to have a library oh. we hope to have yes a clinic mm -hmm. that's very important but also we there are other facilities that will be um, incorporated in this institute that we hope can be used for other things, so maybe music, music room to be able to teach music classes, and then classrooms as well, because we do our schooling from home for some of the interns and some of the kids, and when it's holiday season and everyone is back home from school, mm -hmm. then we can have a larger, a larger space for, for everyone to, to stay. So yeah, this is like part of us to achieve the free, the HIV free generation, we do need to build this campus. So yeah. with a campus, mm -hmm. that costs 
money, right? Everything yeah. costs some money. Yeah. Um, is this government funded? Is this private funded? What is the, how is it funded? Uh, no, this is not government funded at all. This is from, uh, this is why I'm actually here, part okay. of it, to tell people that we do need help, okay. but also to support in any way they can mm -hmm. so that we can be able to build this. But it is not government supported, it's individual, uh, ev everyone reaching out in the way they can to okay. support the ministry, yes. Well, with that being said, is there a way that anyone can contribute to that should they want to be able to help? Is there a website? Oh yes, there is a website. It's uh, aidchild.org, www. It's right on the screen, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> aidchild.org. So when you go into that website, you will see more and more and learn how to do, to contribute to that, yeah. So before I ask my last question, I want to make sure, because this isn't about me, this is about you and your journey mm -hmm. and your story and your message, Thank especially you. when you've got my word in it, and that's hope, which everyone loves that word, yeah. along with the word strength and determination, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is there anything that I did not ask you that you want to make sure that is known? I think we did quite well talk about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, if there is anything that I think of, maybe I can call you all well, sure. I don't know I'll, sure. I'll bring it in but I think we have covered most of it I, th yeah. I actually take that as a compliment because I've been told by a few people you ask a lot of questions <laughs> and I think to myself I do with <laughs> 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 that being said I want to make sure that everything at this particular time was given to anyone else that may be wanting mm -hmm. to know more information about AIDS HIV your organization mm -hmm. and even Uganda yes you can find all that from our website for sure. Okay. If you have any questions, if you need to inquire about anything, or you wanna send us a prayer, or, sto or your story, please share with us uh, whatever you want to share with us from the website, yeah. So I have a final question. Oh yes, of Go course ahead. I have questions. <laughs> she has more questions. I sit okay. here, that's my job. <laughs> okay. I love what I do, by the way. Um, what message would you like to leave with everyone based on your journey? I want everyone to know that there is still hope. That even when a tree is cut down, there is hope that this tree will sprout again. There is hope that is not the end. You can still do it and you will do it if you intend to do that, yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and that God, God is on your side no matter what, he's, uh, he's, I mean, he's the author of our salvation. He's the author of everything. Um, maybe it doesn't feel like it right now because you're stuck. You feel like, okay, he's sleeping. He's not doing his thing, but he is doing his thing. And uh, you should know that, that God loves you. And uh, yeah. I think the toughest part for us as human beings is what you said. When you're in the darkest of times or you feel like a tree where you don't see anything growing, that it's not going to grow. Yeah. And then you want to give up or you don't have the patience to see exactly. where it could possibly go. Mm -hmm. And we do see trees that someone are like, oh, it's dead. 
and then, and then it there's grows this, up. And there's this little bitty growth at the exactly. bottom of it, right, or right in the middle, or exactly. Or have you ever seen like in the concrete in the most difficult situations and of things to grow? And there's a plant coming up, uh, yeah. or a flower, you know. Exactly. So yeah, there is definitely growth in even the hardest and deepest, yes. darkest times. Yes, there um, is hope. Yes. Perfect. Thank you for being my guest today. Thank you for having me. Thank Absolutely. you so much. I appreciate that. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you have a story you want to share, know someone who has a story, or you're a nonprofit organization in your community making a difference, I love to spotlight those because you are the backbone to some of the people in our communities that need you, and there's a story as to why it was founded. Please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com, and I can't forget to thank my biggest sponsor, otherwise I would not have this studio. And by the way, this isn't a job. I love doing this because this is my heart and my passion and my purpose. Ooh. So I want to say thank you to the motivated, excuse me, motivated mind group here in downtown Chandler, Arizona. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well and you take care. <laughs>